All right, guys, we are now live with Faz Radio today. We have Old Bull with Playable Games. Uh, and uh, we're going to ask some questions and have a good time. And uh, so first things first, it's nice to meet you, Old Bull. Um, I'm Faz. We got Titan and, and Forged in Crypto here. Thanks, and, uh, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming. Uh, I know it's uh, you're, you're in Europe or Dubai or something. Right I'm now, actually, yeah, we're we're on Dubai timeline at the moment, so we're 3 a.m. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's uh, pretty late for you right now. I, I had to get up for this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much appreciated. It's it's uh, it's very nice for you to make the time for us for the show. Um, no problem at all. Well, uh, Titan has a bunch of questions, and uh, I think he should uh, he should go first. Question uh, do, away. Is is there any is there uh, with with questions? But is there any any introduction you'd like to make with with playable games? Because I'm assuming a lot of people have come here to to learn about you for the first time, and uh, and I don't want to steal any thunder. Um. Well, we're still at this point a small gaming company. We're a gaming producer. Um, we actually have an in-house team now that's building games, um, which has sort of happened um through the evolution of what we've been doing we we've run into as as with everything you run into some hazards along the way and roadblocks and you have to negotiate them so we've ended up building we got very lucky early on where we hired daniel visser as our head of games and um he just sold his company for 20 million dollars or whatever um a few months before and so he was ready to retire and was in between doing things and we picked him up. And so that's given us a lot of headway into being much more professional than what we were um, starting out. Like our original plan was to just buy small dev teams and build them up. But with Daniel on board, it's given us a lot more um, clout on how to do things correctly. And um, so there's been a, a small direction change, which we can cover off later, but it's not, it doesn't affect anything in what we're doing. It's going to make everything we're doing much better. But we basically copied Gala Games. So in a nutshell, um, we bought a Gala node. I raised a million dollars through Gala for a gaming company in Australia. And um, I approached Gala and, and met Jason and the, and the crew there. And, and um, it was a pretty good experience from out from like from my end. They were good to deal with, work with, etc., and that led to the idea of, well, is this possible to duplicate? You know, so um, I'd been looking for opportunity for my family, and um, I've got two gamer sons, well, actually three, but uh, one of them's older. But yeah, the um, that's where it started. That's yeah. So when I say we copied Gala, that was the initial. Um, impetus to get going, but as everything, it evolves from there. And there's changes we made to the ecosystem, the tokenomics. Um, we approach things differently to what they do. They're much bigger than us. They're, they're playing with billions. We're playing with millions. You know, it's, it's not a fair game at the moment, but next bull run, we'll see where we, we land. Mr. Titan, nice. you ready? No, yeah. Uh, so I think you've had a, quite a bit of 
depth with your experience with Gala. And you're able to pick and choose kind of the good things that you wanted to keep and some of the things you thought, hey, maybe that's not a good idea. So what are some of the good things that you took and what are some of the things that you left out of your model that set you apart from what Gala does today? Well, the Gala model at its essence is empowering game devs with money and then adding to that distribution. So that's a bloody good model because the one thing game devs don't have is money. And what we've found out along the way, and I'm sure Gala, Gala knows this, is that game devs normally aren't good business people and normally aren't good marketers and normally aren't good at paying bills and normally aren't good at raising money and all the other things that, that happen. What they are good at is creating great games. And if you can find talented teams that that are just lacking money and, and a, a management structure, then that's something we can add into them really easily if you've got money in the management structure. So what we copied from Gala was that side of it. So that, that was a very good starting point. Um, Playable's gone out of our way to make sure that we have the business side taken care of because the money management is really important. A, because it's not our money. It, we're, we're using other people's money to, to achieve these goals. So there's a responsibility there. And I talked about being a family business. We bring those principles to this. Um, my CEO that I've hired, Michael Hanlon, he's... I've just done a video with him. I'm interviewing our key people to try and get some of this information out. But he's brought up on an Australian farm. His um, father was a farmer and he was raised on a farm. And um, he says those values that you get raised with come with you and they stay with you from a child. And that sort of ethic is really hard to find in today's business world. And so... The reason he's our CEO is because that's what I wanted at the top of the company. And I'm not a business person like he is. He's he's actually a fully trained three degree. He's got a master's in international business and um, MBA. And so he's in charge of the business and I, I do the, the face stuff and talking to people and, you know, I'm the ideas guy. Um, some of the things we changed from Gala the main, the main thing we changed in the tokenomics was I didn't like the way the Gala system worked on the halvings. So that works with Bitcoin because you want Bitcoin to become rarer and rarer, and rarer over, over time. And Bitcoin has no other utility. So Bitcoin's utility is it's going to become more rare. So... That's how Bitcoin works. And obviously, the other utility Bitcoin has is safety. So if you've got safety and it becomes more rare over time, then it has value. So, and obviously, people have to adopt it, which has happened. So it has utility. Gala's model, having a halving every year, means that the price of the coin has to double every year for the node owners to keep making money. And if you do anything exponentially, so you double every year, which makes it exponential, that's going to run out of runway. It, you just can't double every year. So 
mathematically that's going to fail long term. It has it's definitely worked for them short term, and they are the behemoth to follow, and they have been the the machete wielding jungle carving, you know, person <laughs> climbing out and and making the world a place that we can actually they've they've, they've formed a trail that we can actually walk. So. I love gala games. I mean, one of the most common questions I get is, oh, how do you feel about gala games? So I'm like, mate, my whole life is, you know, now because of gala games. So, I, you know, what they did for me, our node's still making gala coins every day. We, my boys, it's my boys' node. They bought it. It was their very first investment. They were 19 and 20. They took 6,700 US dollars, which in Australian dollars is about 10 grand. And they bought a node as their very first investment not just crypto investment, but very first investment and they saved that money up themselves and um, i did the research for them and we found the node and i think they're like fifty thousand up plus they own the node you know and i'm talking about fifty thousand out they've taken it out so like you know they that's been a fantastic return on investment so and then on top of that you know so it's great so gala's definitely um carved out the path what we changed was we made our coins just come out at five bit five billion a year flat so there's no halving so at well, the, the goal end there of the goal there is for liquidity right you're you're just looking to, to get the coins out so that people can use them right well the goal was to maintain a, a level by having the halving you force the coin price having to raise and the trouble with crypto is the coin price doesn't always raise so like I'm lucky that I, I actually had some experience with stocks years ago. I actually, it's a stupid story. I won't even go into it, but I, I ended up training people how to, to trade stocks and I'm, I'm not a stock trader, but I am a very good front person and I had a stock trader teach me the words to say, and I stood up in front of everyone and trained them. So I actually have a base understanding of how stocks work and, and the, the fundamentals of stocks do not influence the stock price. So fundamentals are not relevant in stocks. Just like a the Tesla. Stock... Sorry? Just like a Tesla. Oh, look at look at any stock. So look, a, a great... at, look at Apple. Look at all those. I agree with you 100 percent Yeah. Yeah. So stocks stocks are are ba their price is based on what people will pay for them. Their price is based on what the the moment of feeling about it is. So um and we had a great example of BHP in Australia, which is um, our big mining company. And at one point, it fell from twenty dollars to to four dollars. This is in like year two thousand. It fell from twenty dollars to four dollars, and yet not one mine had closed, not one you know employee had been sacked, nothing. So the fundamentals hadn't changed. It's just that they're on the nose with the people, and people thought it wasn't a great investment. But everyone who bought that stock at four dollars is now laughing at forty dollars today. You know, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to inter interrupt you. No, you're right. Go. Uh, well, that that just makes me wonder. Uh, so, uh, is your how is the coin supposed to work? Uh, you you have a, a coin there. Uh, what's it called? The bull. 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 Three U L L. Yeah. Okay. Bull. Three U L. So you have the bull coin, um, and does that represent value in the ecosystem or in a specific game? Um, We've been hearing a lot in the Galasphere about removing value from games. And if you remove, if there's Gala being awarded by these games, then people 
cash them out for dollars that's removing value from a game or from the ecosystem. Uh, is Do you see it the same way or is it a bit different? Well, there's only 50 billion coins. So both Gala's model and our model both have 50 billion coins. Um, so inherently there's going to be a fixed supply. So the, the, the number one rule of crypto is the first question you ask before you buy crypto is, is there a fixed supply? If there's not a fixed, if it's Dogecoin, where there's an ongoing manufacturing of coins every single 10, you know, one minute, I think Doge is, is producing whatever it produces. So like, you know, Bitcoin produces whatever it is, six, six coins at the moment every 10 minutes. So um, there's a fixed supply. It runs out at 21 million. So that's where the inherent value is, is that when the 21 million have come out in 2140 or whatever it is, or 2040, whenever the last Bitcoin comes out, um, then that's it. There's 21 million. So right now there's more millionaires in the world than that. So if anyone's got any doubt Bitcoin is going to be fucking valuable, they're moronic. They haven't thought about it. <laughs> so as long as it doesn't get hacked, I mean, someone said to me, oh, Bitcoin's going to zero. And I said, oh, has it been hacked? And they said, no. I said, well, what do you mean it's going to zero? How can it go to zero if it hasn't been hacked? If it hasn't been hacked, it's still safe. If it's still safe, it's got inherent value. So like, so the, the number of coins definitely contributes to how much rarity it has. So 21 million is a very small number. That's not enough for a gaming company because we need to be able to have liquidity and games are going to be using up lots of coins to pay people out and rewards and all that sort of stuff. So um, 50 billion seemed like a nice number. And Gala has done it, so we sort of trusted that they'd, someone had done some math there. So <laughs> that was the number we chose to, to use as well. So that was not there was no like genius happening there. We literally copied that. What we did differently was for our node owners, we didn't want a halving every year because the halving means the coin price has to double for you to make the same money next year. Whereas we didn't want that pressure because we knew that we were going into a bear market. So when we were launching, we knew we were at the end of the bull market. Because I, my, I was in... my my thought is the reason that they that they distribute less and less coins after time is is you get this big glut in the market. And if you were just keep distributing that same rate it would just go down and down the price would just go down and down and down and to do it slower would it would seem that the the, the price would get more even it does it does and that's and that's true except when fundamentals don't work so when the fundamentals don't work the coin to so gala's just gone from 87 cent 87 cents down to two cents 2.4 cents today um, so, you know, if, if you're living off Gala, you're living off less today than you were six months ago. So that's not anything to do with Gala. Gala's not gone it's 90 broke. 90% less, actually. <laughs> yeah. So Gala's not gone broke. Gala's not, not buying games. Gala's got, you know, whatever they've got in their stable at the moment, I think 20-something games coming. So, like, you know, there's every reason fundamentally for Gala to be going up in price, but it's not going up in price. Why? Because the fundamentals don't matter a shit when it comes to valuing stock. All right. So now the node owners are paying the price for that. What we didn't want was that to happen to our node owners. So our node owners get the same amount of coins every day for 10 years. And so whatever the coin price is, they'll get the same amount of coins. So it doesn't, and so if it stays, if we get to, let's say we get to 10 cents in the next couple of years, 
and it stays at 10 cents for three years, they keep making the same amount of money for three years. So we just thought that was a better system. Now, it might not be. And like, you know, this, this it's not just Web3 gaming's new, the whole crypto industry is new. No doubt in 10 years time, people will look back and go, oh, wow, that system worked really well and that system didn't. But we had, we had a chance to have a look at what was going on with Gala and we felt that was penalizing the node owners we didn't feel was a, it was was a um a terrific idea but as you said it might work really well so it might penalize the node owners short term and it pushes the price up quicker long term we'll wait and see next Great. bull run so, it won't matter so old bull um to kind of get into the um utility of the token. So one of the things that I did notice listening to some of the other interviews is that you're going to work with the bull token being one single token across every gaming uh, developer that you bring in, right? Yes. So we have the token that's being distributed out of the node. Then it's going to be used for all the games inside of the playable platform. What other utility does it have and why does that make it stronger than having like an individual token for every single game that comes in? Well, I mean, again, this is, we're talking about opinions here. So like, you know, if, if you talk to Jason Brink and ask him and, you know, what their strategy is for what they're going to do, they're going to have their opinion about what's going to work and I'm going to have mine. So, like, this is not me saying I'm right and they're wrong. I don't know. No, like, no. no. It, the no. reason I ask that is we've been talking about it a lot lately on CFA. And I'm I'm on the single coin uh, platform. I know Forged and Crypto's on the single coin platform. We have the odd man out, Faz, there who who is pure that say wrong uh, man it's got to be multiple ones i'm a multi-coiner <laughs> the wrong man the multi look i mean our, our thoughts are this and as i said I, I what i was trying to be very succinct about is that <clears throat> like i don't want a war with gala that's not that's not my attitude i don't i, I believe that this is a a very very big pie and there's plenty of pie for everyone so that's that's my attitude to the world and I believe we're, we're literally all creating money here. We're actually, for the first time in history, we're actually making money out of nothing. Well, yeah, and I think you're you're capturing value that wasn't previously captured. It's we we have all this yep. value in 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 my vision is in my understanding of the world is anything that humans want to do all the time or want to have. It, great in the in the past it was it was we were more of a, a farming community and. And let's just say in the 1960s and 70s, we were sending rockets up to the moon and stuff like that. And so we had a lot of value in building those rockets in the, the science coming back from them. The 80s, we had you know a lot of financial stuff. But we're getting to a point now where value, there's actually value happening in video games. You're spending a lot of time getting to certain, getting certain things done in video games. And you don't want it to just reset and start over. And so if you can capture that in an NFT or, or in a coin or something, great. You have the value. I spent 12 hours a day for, for three years straight playing this game. Now I'm done with it. I want to sell it, give it to someone else. They can keep that value. And I think that's going to happen in everything with like, uh, you know, con with, with regular contracts, with, with deeds for houses, with, you know, just anything that can be created on paper 
is going to be put on a blockchain and the value is going to be captured for the first time there yeah. electronically. Yeah. And totally what stopped agree. us before is the, the fact that everything could be photocopied. You know, it's it's yeah. great. I could I could do this great game score, but how could you really prove that it was me? You yeah. know, and well, how could, I could you, how could you prove that knife was the one that killed 44 players? Yeah. There you go. And I can prove it because uh, I will have a signature, a cryptographic signature on that certificate yep. from uh, from Gala Games who ran the game. And they say, yep. yeah, Faz actually did that. Therefore, his his spider tank, for example, is, uh, yep. Very is a badass tank. He's, he's yep. is this a useful tank. Yeah, I, I find it interesting that it's it's not interesting, but it's inevitable that games have moved from an infinite economy where they just they just print up like enemies for you to fight to more of a to more of a real economy which is okay stuff you see in the game that's good that's going to be balanced now in fact you have to have a real economy to have any kind of kind of real balance so why don't you monetize it you know mm. oh, uh, look, otherwise your balance you, is fake but, but like uh, i had to laugh with steam Making a, a, a categoric statement that we'll never have crypto in in Steam and that, and I they're going to do I, it. Of course they will. I mean, like either that or they'll be a dinosaur and, and Epic will kill them. You know, so I mean they're already starting by they they are allowing Superior on there. So I mean, granted the crypto is not a part of it, but they're allowing a game that is a Web three game. I mean, it's a slippery slope, right? They're well, they're now going to get pissed because all those Web three players with the NFTs are going to have buff characters that are buffed a lot more. And all those yeah. gamers are going to be like, hey, how come they get this? Because they actually have have value that they're capturing. You're the idiot on Steam. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Th th that, as we said, they'll, they'll pivot at some point. Otherwise, they'll go broke. So they'll just be blockbuster, you know, saying they're the biggest and the best. And now they're the only video store. Then there's no video stores. You know, so. There's one. Pretty... There's one. It's is just there? about about three hours away from us, actually. The only one left is in Bend, Oregon. Oh wow! That yeah. must be the only one in the world because I I haven't seen one for years. It is. It's yeah. still operational. Wow! And they have VCR stuff. Oh, sorry, is it just uh, VHS tapes or something or what? Beta. I'm curious. Is it beta? beta? No, I don't know, man. I'm just, wow. <laughs> open though. I don't. I've never been in there. I've just seen it. So. Isn't that sad? The beta was the better system and it lost. <laughs> I just hate that. But it goes that. back. It goes back to your whole stock situation, right? It doesn't matter what's better. It doesn't matter what has the inherent yeah. value. It is a matter of what people are going to buy and what narrative they're going to push you. What right? they believe. So, yeah, yeah, it's what they believe. So I, I fully agree with you. It's 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 all uh, smoke and mirrors uh, in that side of things, and being able to you know ride that wave of whatever you know they decide is going to be good, and and then that's where you can make hay. So yeah, well, like on 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 the coin thing. Being one coin, we were lucky that when we were launching Gala was launched like they were, they was like into their town star thing, and we watched the town star economy explode, and then we watched the town star economy implode. Well, and we want to we want to be we want to be clear about why it imploded. It imploded because there's nothing to spend the town coin on. I mean, there's stuff in the store, but. They weren't putting things out in the store very quickly. They needed a game, a sink in the game for it to work. And had they used any coin, I think, well, had they used Gala, I think it would have gone down slower because there are other factors that keep the Gala's price up. But I still but think Gala's, it's a good idea. Gala's got inherent value. Mm -hmm. 
So Gala's only got there's only fifty billion Gala. It might just be too early for Town Coin because Town Star has to. I think each game should have to establish itself then so, before they get their own coin based economy. So let me ask you a different question. If Gala suddenly said tomorrow they're going to make a hundred million, hundred billion Gala coin, how would that make you feel? If if they all of a sudden decided to do that, oh, that'd piss off everybody. Yeah. What about a hundred trillion coins? Are you saying that that's every time they make a game and they make a coin for that game, yeah. that's really what they're doing? Of course. They're Makes spreading sense. out. They're spreading out the liquidity of how how to. So, and they're basically saying this is the economy for this game. And if the game works, great. It's going to have a good economy. The second the game starts to, to die, the economy dies. And therefore, it has no other use except in that game. So we decided games are going to come and go. We don't know which of our games. Let's say we've got 50 games coming over the next 10 years. Our goal is 50. We've, got, we've sort of committed to 30, but we're saying we're going to try and do 50. But um, we've done. We've committed to our our verbal commitments are we're doing three a year. That's our verbal. So ten years, thirty games. Um, we're at four, coming on five at the moment. But um, the the problem is that we don't know which of those are going to be good. Like, and when I say good, they're all going to be fucking great. Playable games are going to be amazing <laughs> games. But we don't know which people are going to like. You know, like, you know, there's plenty of great games out there and we could all, all four of us could sit here and over an hour list just amazing games that never went anywhere, all right? Because for whatever reason, they, they don't get the traction, they don't get the, they got one little flaw in them that people don't like or the, whatever the reason is, games work, games don't work. We, no one has a crystal ball. And if they did, there'd be one game developer in the world and that game developer would just be pumping out games. So that's life. No one. Same with business. Same with relationships. There's no. There's no set um, absolute that works every single time. So we know that out of our fifty games, some of them are going to be magnificent and going to be absolute bottlers that people are going to talk about for decades to come, and some of them are going to be absolute fizzes that people are going to go, well, we don't know what went wrong with that, but it just didn't work. Now, if you've gone and invested all your money in the fizzer, how are you going to feel? You're going to feel like a piece of shit, and you're going to think crypto is crap and all that sort of stuff. If you're, but if you got bull coin when you were playing that game, and every time you killed someone, you got some bull coin, and every time you did an achievement, you got some bull coin, and and bull coin slowly in the background going up, and it's it's one cent today, and then it's one point two cents, and it's it's three cents next year, and it's ten cents ten years down the track, or it's a dollar fifty or whatever it's going to be. Whatever, if you saved that bull coin, you're now getting inherent value. Because it doesn't matter what game it was in. So that that's that's our decision. As I said, I want to make that very clear. That's my <clears throat> that's my opinion. The people I talk to, the experts I talk to, we felt it was easier to trust in the bull coin as a single economy and then bring other utilities to it and not knowing which of those utilities will work and which will fail. Let's trust in the coin. That there's only 50 billion coins, and out of those 50 games, some of them are going to use a lot of coin, and others aren't. So, staying on the the games topic, you, I love how you line out what your goals are, and you're not like shooting for the moon, saying, "Yeah, we're going to have 100 games on the platform." But <clears throat> with the games that you have coming out, are these going to be what we're typically seeing in the Web3 space, where it's going to be NFT based and 
you have your your MMOGQRPs, and uh, I'm not a gamer, right? I, I'm not, so you know, laugh away. <laughs> is that um, a technical term, Mr. Titan? It it is. I I just created that whole genre of gaming. Sounds um, good. We'll have one of those next week. So, are, yeah, I mean, are these going to be standards where you're going to offer NFTs as part of that, offer individual game nodes, or is this going to be something we're not where, offering like you were saying? Game nodes ever. Good. So, it, you mentioned, you know, you go and you shoot people and you get some coins. So, is it going to be that based, or is it going to be, hey, buy NFTs and earn through those? Okay. Well, something that. Um... I think um, Forge and Crypto said just before um, was that we're, was it Faz or Forge? I'm not sure, but one of you said that we're creating value out of nothing. So for me, <clears throat> part of what we're striving to do, and, and this is the sad thing about where we are, we're all inventors here. So we don't know what's going to work. So we've got, we've got this bull coin. And we know that over time that'll go up in value as long as we keep adding more utility. So that's 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 an absolute. So we know that part. Now what we what we know is using fundamentals, our coin should be worth somewhere around fifty cents sometime in the future. Right? That that values our company at twenty five billion. All right. So if we've got multiple games, that that'll work. Having multiple nodes means you just selling more things that need to make money. So we're not doing that. We've only got our, our set nodes for, for playable and that's all we're selling. So there's no extra nodes for games. Games don't require much computing power to store what the gaming part needs. If you're going to make a proper PC game like we're doing, it has to be run on servers. It can't be run on PCs. So any any decent proper game like League of Legends or whatever is going to have to run on a server so it's going to have to have fair income Amazon type servers that cost a lot of money to run and you won't be running them on PCs in someone's house and trusting that's going to give you a good game experience. So we've got our game is going to be run on proper servers <coughs> and the, the crypto part will be run through our chain, through the bull chain. So, Oh, you have a chain? Um, not, so not, not quite. We're, we're actually in testing at the moment. We're going live in January, hopefully. So the, the, the what's what's the plans for that? Are you going to have bull tokens and stuff? Yep. On the well, we've got bull tokens now, but they'll just be, whatever you've got now will just be put into the actual chain. So that, okay, uh, that's, and maybe you just said it because I was, I was thinking of some other things, so I apologize, but uh, what will these tokens be used for? They're not for individual games, are they? They're, they're for something different? So... The bull tokens are are going to be used for everything. So if you want to buy an NFT, you'll have to buy it using bull token. If you if you, if there'll be game rewards that will be paid out in bull token. So like Gala, we get fifty percent of the game of the bull token every day. So our our tokenomics are slightly different, but in our in our particular case, there's thirteen million coins minted a day through through the nodes, and the company gets fifty percent of that, and the node owners get fifty percent of that. So it, at the moment, we don't sell any of our bull coin. We just store it. So we're not pushing our price down through selling our own coin. Um, when we can, we will. Not that we want to push the price down, but when there's when there's um, utility and people are buying the coin. So when Gala was 
raising, I don't know how much money they were making per day selling their 50%, but it would have been staggering. I've done some maths. It, 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 it's, it's very... Billions. Erect when you think about it. <laughs> Holy shit. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's mm. like the, the, the money is just astounding. So it's it allows the company so much money to buy games, to fund things, to do promotions, to give prize money. It's just amazing. But we've got to get back into the bull run for that to have value. So, so these, these bull tokens will be for various aspects of these games then? Yeah, to pay out as rewards, to... Um, to like we'll obviously sell some of them onto the open market when people are trying to buy lots of them so and we'll use that cash to do other things um but yeah so the way you add utility to this is that you make everything that you need so if you need if someone needs to buy an nft they we'd, we'd rather than get them to send us us dollars we make them buy bull token and then they use that bull token to buy the nft so you just continually um, push people back to buy used bull token so they start buying it. So the more bull token they they have. And the other thing is that you want people to start thinking in the future rather than thinking in the now. So if you look at bull tokens price now at, at 0002, 0.0002, whatever it is, um, it's worth nothing. You know, so it's it has no, obviously worth something, but it's it's not worth much. But at 50 cents... It's worth a lot. So, and I keep coming back to the Bitcoin analogy for this. Everyone can see that Bitcoin's got value now. That's a really simple thing to understand because you just go onto any exchange and type in Bitcoin. It comes back with whatever it is, is it 17,000. Sorry, let me just quickly check. I haven't checked today. Um, 17,308. Yeah. So everyone can see that Bitcoin has value because the world values it every day. But if we just went back five years, there'd be a much smaller percentage of the population that would think Bitcoin had value. If we went back 10 years, you could buy Bitcoin for nine cents. All right? So obviously people didn't think, you know, go back 11 years, you could buy two pizzas for 10,000 Bitcoin. Go back 12 years, you couldn't even buy two pizzas. All right, so it's 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 like value comes over time when more and more people start adopting it. So we know that the value will come. It's just a matter of when, and people have to learn to think in those terms. So, like, if you win a thousand bullcoin today, winning a game, you can say, "Oh, that's that's a dollar. I want a dollar. Wow, that's brilliant. You know, what sort of shit's this?" That can be your attitude if you want. And I've got people in my Discord that do that every time. We have a huddle competition where every we, we, we let people win bullcoin every week. But if they stake their bullcoin, we've got an internal competition, and they win 100,000 bull. And, and there's one guy every week and he types, well done, you earned $35. You know, and, and every week I type after his comment, yep. And in a year or two, that's going to be $50,000. Please sell all yours now. Right? I tell him every week to sell every coin he's got because I want him in two years' time to be crying because he will be because I know what's going to happen. So, you know, it's just you got you can't think in the now. You've got to think in the future. And it's, it's pretty simple to understand how it works. And, and everyone who didn't buy Bitcoin at $0.09 cents wishes they could. 
All right. How much would you buy today? It's a pretty simple question. Well, if I got a question. You could right. buy, please. When you talk about the the value in 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 the token and the whole ecosystem, regardless of Web three gaming, one of the large issues that we're seeing right now is uh, getting players into Web three gaming. One of my one of my favorite games that is out there is EVIO, which just won the blockchain gaming uh, esports award through somebody somebody blah 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 whatever because they have an incredibly easy access for onboarding. I don't know if you see EVIO. What's what for you guys and games itself, you can have an amazing game. Like right now, Spider Tanks is a great game, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a barrier to entry, right? Like people aren't logging in. People aren't playing the game, right? There's not as many people as we want to have on the game. So what for you guys are you guys doing that is in your roadmap to be able to get people to come in, play that game and be a part of that ecosystem? Well, we're working on credit card to buy ball. That's happening right now. So we've got we've got partners we're working with that. So you would just be able to. But what about the game? The games itself, like playing the game, not the not the bull token. Like a bull token to do its thing, just like you said. But the games itself. So you bring a game on, your mech game, right? So people yep. to come play that game. What? How are they going to access that game? How are they going to get into that game and play that game? Right now, EVIO. I don't know if you've even looked at it. Type in ev.io into your browser, and you'll be playing right now. Okay. It's a Web3 game, and you can earn on it. How how are you guys implementing that? How are you guys going to get those the 3.5 billion gamers to come in and play your great games? Whether they're great or not, EVIO, the game itself, isn't great. It's good. Yep. It's okay. Yep. It's a little laggy. But damn it, they got players, and that's yep. what you need, right? So how are you guys looking at doing that? Okay, well, there's two, there's two questions. There's a couple of things to unpack there. The first one is there's traditional gamers and there's crypto gamers. All right? So yep. traditional gamers, as a standard, hate the idea of Web3. So that's... There's only a very small group of traditional gamers that like the idea of Web3. And we don't even understand why that is yet. We have our suspicions. So uned uneducated. Well, yeah, that's possibly it. And and it's it's possibly tribal and it's possibly a couple of different things, but there's yeah, tribal, definitely. It'll 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 come around, same as Steam will over time. Like that will happen. So and I laugh at it because as a traditional, I'm a traditional gamer. Like I, I started playing, my first real game was Red Alert, actually Red Alert 2. Um, and then I ended up in WoW for five years. I played WoW for five years and now League of Legends. Um, my son still plays WoW. He's in one of the top guilds in the world. But um, it's, those traditional gamers have a lot of problem with it. They'll, they'll come around. That's not where the market is, though. The market's in the people coming, the people that don't even play games today, but they will, and they're going to come because of crypto. So that's that's the market that we're going after. So that's the first part. The second part of your question is all of our games will be on Epic Games. We're, we're, we're building PC games. We're not building bullshit fucking browser shit that you can't have fun with. Our number one goal is that when you play our games, you're going to be blown away. They're going to be good. 
So as I said before, I can't promise that they're going to all be successful because that's like promising this business will work. You know, you just don't know. Um, but we know how to make a fun game. We've got experts involved in doing that. And the games will be good. So then it comes down to marketing. Can we get people to come? And the old, if you build it, they'll come. That's bullshit. Anyone in marketing knows that. I've got a master's degree in marketing. If you build it, it just means you spend money. That's all that means. And then you've got a whole new problem. The, the very first question you ask in marketing is, what is my message? And the second question is, how do I get that message to people? And the third is, are they listening? Can they hear it? Does it make them act? So we understand marketing. My wife and I both have master's degrees in marketing. So we've got a, the marketing stuff under. We're not doing much marketing at the moment. It's a bear market. It's not very profitable to be spending lots of money out there trying to build a, a, a community when you're selling hope. All right? That's not a very good product. So we're in a bear market. We're being very careful with our funds. We're being, people say, oh, when marketing, and we just laugh and say, marketing's happening. We're doing lots of marketing, but it's all very strategic. We're doing stuff in the background. We're building out videos like this, spending time with people like you, that when the bull market comes and people log in and they say, what's playable games, they'll be able to find stuff on us and they'll, they'll know, they'll be able to work it out. Because once the euphoria comes back to crypto, then people are going to be looking for sound, solid investments. And when that happens, crypto gaming is going to be at the top of the list because everyone understands that a good game is a good game. And if you can earn money in it, you can actually, you know, so if I'm going to, so our first game's our MOBA, right? That's what we're working on. I play League of Legends every single day of my life, all right? I, I play between two and four games a day. That's what I do. I don't play 10. I used to, but I don't play 10 now. I play between two and four. I normally get one win to two wins and I get off. So if I play three games, it's because I lost my first one or I lost my second one. So that's how I sort of like look at it. Is that I, I want to get, I, I don't like to go to bed. I play at the end of the day before I go to bed. And I don't like to go to bed on a loss. So that's, so that can be tiring sometimes. Um, but because <laughs> I'm not a great gamer. Did you but, go to bed um, last night or you are, did you just get done? I did game? go to bed last night. I had two <laughs> wins in a row and went straight to bed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the, um, I've lost my train of thought there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're basically you got marketing, you're bringing marketing to the, to the table and that's, what's going to bring people to the games overall web three gaming itself. And then you guys are going to be there to scoop up a lot of the players that are going to be there. So, yeah, the yeah. games, so, the games have to be proper games. You got to build proper games. And so these aren't. The, if you think web, if, I don't even use the word web three games when we talk about our games because they're not web three games. They're they're PC proper games like anything you'd find on Steam or Epic. That's what we're building, and you need yeah. a PC to play them. You need a 1060 graphics card. You need to actually rock. Can't play it on a mobile. You can't play it on a a, a, a Mac. You got to have a PC. You got to be able to load up and, and rock and roll. Mobile is so, a good market though. Mobile well, games. I, I, yeah, mobile games is a great market, and we've got some mobile games coming. We, we're not neglecting that, but that's not our. That's not going to be our main core. Yeah. So, so I think Forged was talking a little bit earlier when when we started the marketing conversation. I think 
if you could tell us a little more about the like the onboarding process, because that is we're finding extraordinarily important mm -hmm. with with platforms like EVIO. I hope you do visit that. It's it's no joke. Literally within 10 seconds of going to that website, you're playing a game and you have heavier platforms like Gala, where you've got to create an account and then you've got to get your crypto wallet set up and remember to write down your your phrase and jump through this hoop and that hoop and the other hoop and then go to the download section and get the launcher. And so yeah. how do you how do you envision people onboarding? with your platform they'll go to it they'll, they'll go to epic games they'll download the game onto their computer and they'll play free to play they're onboarded so all right so wait a minute so you're you're yeah. actually just going to introduce and inject a a crypto earning portion into an existing platform epic game mm -hmm. oh that's I didn't that's know great. that from any of those other interviews either. No, that, that's a fantastic. I mean, game plan. I mean, just bring them, bring them in, and let them play. Love Our it. games are free to play. Jump on Epic Games and play. Look, like when they're up, they're not up yet, but they'll be free to play. You jump on Epic Games, you download the game onto your PC, you play it. You don't need so, to play it. You don't need anything to do. All of our games are free to play. You'll be able to play the full game. There'll be no hidden things. You'll be able to earn NFTs in the game for free. By just grinding, all right. So you don't have to pay a cent to us ever if you don't want to. So I assume at some point, you, are you going to be using like uh, individual MetaMasks to connect to that that crypto Absolutely. part? If they if they okay. want to buy an NFT, they'll have to use a MetaMask at the moment. Um, we've got probably six or eight companies have approached us already about making our own wallet. We're very cautious about doing that because I don't want to be responsible for our wallet broke and got hacked. I mean, Gala got hacked not too long ago. And, you know, that's just it's dangerous, dangerous. Will, Warren, Will Robinson, you know, danger, danger. Um, so we're sticking with MetaMask at the moment. Just it's, it's, a, it's a sound open source type thing. So we like that idea that it's, it's they're doing all the security. It's like our chains being built on AVAX. Um, like when we launch bull chain, it's going to be a subnet of AVAX. Why? Because we don't want to do the security. We want AVAX to do the security. They've got a lot more money than us. So they're all things that we're taking into account when we're doing this is that we want to, we want to concentrate on what we're good at and let other people like security experts and stuff do the security and, and all that sort of stuff. But to play our games and answer to your question, it will literally be like playing any other game ever before. You'll download it onto your computer and you'll play it. And there'll be, like our MOBA, you will not need to ever buy anything to play that game and be a tournament player if you want to play a tournament. So it, no NFT will give you any advantage in that game. Our NFTs for that game will be purely skins. And if you want to look cool, then look cool. If you don't want to look cool, just use the standard skins to come with it. You'll be able to blow the shit out of people if you want. If you're good, you'll be able to win. <laughs> so that's, that's what we're doing. That's like fun first. Money second. That's our policy. So that, that was that was the answer to my question. I mean, like just that ability for people to come in and play a game because you can make it an amazing game, and you said it yourself. It, you, there's hundreds of amazing games we could name right now that yep. nobody plays, right? Yep. But 
and that's because nobody's playing them. So how do you get them to play? Make it easy. Make it simple. And then you, you know, you apply your 17 marketing degrees you have and bring more people. <laughs> that's not 17, but oh, sorry, uh, that's a lot of work. 15. Well, that is. Uh, we've been hitting that super hard lately. It 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 boils down to the player's experience in the platform, and if you can create the ultimate player experience, they're going to come back. They're going to tell their friends about it. If it's a nightmare to get through to play a game or arguing about how to get it, people don't understand how they earn or anything else, that's going to be a big detractor to getting more people to play that. Yeah. Look, it's 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 all very simple technology. The NFTs, when, when you log into the game, the game asks your MetaMask wallet, what NFTs do you own? The game makes a list of them and then it allows you to equip those skins. So it's it's that simple. Like, and if it's a farming game where it's a single player, so you can have pay to win, all right? So if you want to go faster, you can buy NFTs to go faster, like Townstar. So if you want to have a pay to win scenario like that, where you're actually buying your way up the levels and getting better equipment, it's in a single player game, you can do that. So our farming game will have that ability. That's a different type of game. That's not our stock and standard. That's not what we're really concentrating on. We've got a farming game coming. It's under development now. Um, we're doing it purely because our community's asked for it. So that's been something like we're community first. And when our community asks us for something, we actually listen to it and we we actually act on it. So um, now if they ask us to jump off a cliff, we're not going to do that. But, you know, short of actually harming the company, we'll, we'll do our best to make it happen. Very cool. Um, so I did notice uh, just the other day there was a short that you posted <coughs> on YouTube that the tokenomics were going to be changing, and then it cut off right before you told us what that was going to be. So what are the uh, changes to the tokenomics that you mentioned in that YouTube short? I'm, I actually don't know what short you're referring to, and I don't know what I was talking about. So... <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the short there? Do you know the short? Uh, I can dig it up. Yeah, it's on your it's on your main uh, YouTube channel. Let me dig it up. You guys can go ahead while I that search. Was, that was one up. of those late nights where you had to play like seventeen games, and he was getting tired. Probably it could be. <laughs> um, it's it's most probably just edited wrongly. So I don't do all the editing. I've got an editor that does editing. So um, it's it's possibly been edited in a way that looks like it's. We're not changing any tokenomics at the moment. It might be that I said we've changed tokenomics with from the Gala system, and it might be edited that way. That's something I say quite often. Well, I have a I have a filler question here while he's looking. Um, mm -hmm. So I was looking on your site and I saw the uh, the the new person that you're you're hiring uh, uh, for head of development, and I also saw that you had a an NFT builder or an NFT randomizer. I was wondering if you could explain that just a little bit. What exactly that is? Um, oh, well, with our, with our bull NFTs. You guys making your own, own board ape kind of thing? Well, it was just done for the community. We did a, we did a bull. It's, you can still buy them. Um, it, it happened too late where the NFT craze had, had died. So um, it's going to have some utility that will allow you to um, have a few little perks Buffs throughout the games or something. Uh, so none of our stuff is pay to win. So it'll be things like cheaper skins and, and stuff like that. So um, 
it's going to have some perks that are going to be added in as time goes by. But what we did, I believe we were the first people in the world to do it. I, I couldn't find anyone else had done it before. We were pretty excited when we did it. We made it that you could build your own NFT. So you could actually choose what your NFT looked like. Because one of the things I hate about the NFT craze, I, my son and I traded NFTs before we started this, which is how we found Gala. But um, the um, the thing I hated about it was you're gambling by buying NFTs. So you, you, you go into a mint and you're gambling that you're going to get something rare. So that's a gamble already. But then to put on top of that, getting an NFT you don't like, that was just too much to bear. So we thought, why don't you allow people to make the NFT they want? So let's get the, the 100 attributes, the 120 attributes, and allow people to pick which attributes they want. And so you can actually go onto our site and you can actually build an NFT that you like. So even if it doesn't end up being rare, at least you've got something you like. So, and the way that we're doing it is that once all of the NFTs are sold, there's 3,333. So the the BBBB, our three. Nice. So um, once all 3,333 3, are sold, we will then release the rarity table based on what people built. Yeah. And so something that that's cool. I people like that. won't even people won't even think is rare will be rare, but at least everyone got the NFT they like. Yeah. No, that's a great. That's that's uh, so that's fantastic. that's what we did. So, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun exercise, and it worked really well. And uh, there was a couple of things <coughs> we, we had to reissue something at one point. There was, as with all dev stuff in this space, we got the we got a really smart main dev, and then a whole team of devs underneath him. And even even still, it's such brand new technology that there's stuff that you can't get caught with. Oh, we didn't think that would happen, or you know. Always, uh, there'll always be something. Welcome to software, dealing yeah. with software and programming. All right, Titan, you got something to show us? I do. I'm going through, all right, StreamYard. Gosh, I feel yes. like this is an exam. We want real that. trouble. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Well, there's there's just a lot of there's just a lot of stuff that 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 you're you're talking about, and uh, it's it's interesting to see all the the, the different things that you're offering. Hey, okay, uh, one, of, one of you two should pull up their uh, their NFT thing too. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, he's pulled up here. So, he all right, hang on, one thing screen. at a time. You got to move it to the the. I know, I know, I know. One thing at a time. Like that. There we go. There we go. Okay, here I'll add it. Okay, so wow, this there we go. This one was posted nine days ago. Okay. Have we got sound? I don't no know sound. if that's going to be shared. I haven't had much luck when I've done that. Oh, that's really cool. There's always two companies. So there's a GM and there's GM, there's Ford, there's Nike. Very good content. <laughs> okay. So he's talking about, uh, um, we're looking at the, we're, we're looking at the NFT thing. So I... yeah. I can't. I can't hear anything of. What yeah, I can't either. Yeah. So this is just. I'm just talking about the law of two in marketing. Yep. Okay. I'll explain that if you want, but let's just see what it says. I don't know. I think they need to show your NFT stuff because that's pretty sick. <laughs> I really like it, man. It's really cool. Like I like the idea of it. It's... Yeah. So I'm. I'm. To, I'm talking okay. about here about what I've talked about already, which is that we made a decision at the beginning to change the tokenomics. We're not changing tokenomics now. 
So okay. that well, that, yeah, it it cut off right at the end, right when you were about to get to that, and I was like, I got nothing. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> there's, so there's there's a rule in those shorts; they try to keep them to under a minute. So unfortunately, the editing guy sometimes gets caught where he can't find a place to cut it any better than that. So he just we've just told him, look, don't bust your boiler over it. Just get this. It's about content. You got to like marketing's about. You got to have constant content coming out, or else you look like you're dead. Google needs to see constant stuff coming out. So sometimes mm -hmm. it gets cut off at the wrong point. But yeah, so that law of two in marketing, there's always a Ford, there's always a GM, there's a Pepsi, there's a Coke, there's McDonald's, there's Burger King. There's always two companies at the top. And so our positioning statement is that we're hoping to be number two under Gala. Gala's got first mover advantage. We'll probably never catch them. Um, so um, first mover advantage is a very strong law in marketing. Um, it's very unusual for the first company to lose that first ranking unless they go broke. So, um, and industries can change. Gala's, Gala's gone and done this. They're going into movies and film. Personally, you, you can ask Jason why they did that. I don't know why they did that. That's not what their original plan was. I bet it's because he had a bunch of contacts in movies and film, and that's probably where that came from. Because okay. he was mentioning theme parks at one point. It's like, what? Holy <laughs> shit. Where did that came right. come from? Well, yeah, I mean, my understanding of business is that the more you diversify, the, the, the more dangerous it gets. Now, people like Amazon have pulled it off. Um, Virgin pulled it off. But for Amazon and Virgin, there is literally tens of thousands of failures. Every time someone tries to do it, it almost always fails. But did either of them do it like right away? I mean, I think they probably built up a core business first and then did that, right? Because that's, well, that's what I'm seeing with Gala Games. They're doing it right away. Yeah, well, I, look, as I said, this is not my place to criticize Gala. They've got their team and they've got some very smart people on that team. I, I have the utmost respect for Jason. I think what he's done so far has been pretty spectacular. And if we can get a fraction of what they've achieved, I'd be very happy. So it's not my place to criticise there. Um, I, I personally feel that we're not going to do that. The only thing I'll say there is a caveat. I would like to possibly look at doing some game-themed movies like League of Legends did with um, their movie, their series they did, um, Arcane. I, th I think there's a there's a real opportunity for that, where we actually, using Unreal Engine 5, we actually build a, a series based on our MOBA or based on, we've got Dogs of War coming out, our survival game where dogs inherit the earth. Um, and um, Dogs of War is going to be, that's going to be a fucking cool to play because the dogs are amazing. Have you seen some of the artwork on that? Um, our artist has just blown that out of the water. And um, the Great Dane, I'm playing the Great Dane. He's like seven feet tall and built like a brick shit house. And he's he's going to, he, he walks around with um, helicopter guns, one in each hand. So, yeah, he's he's a monster. But um, that's going to be, there's, there's a real opportunity there to make a, a, an arcane type series out of that. And we'll get our game developers to actually make that series. So it'll be done within our house. That's We're talking years down the track for that. That's not our, on our to-do list now. All right. I'm going to pull up your NFT maker thingamabobber here and see if I can full screen that. Um, just to give 
people an idea of what what the heck that is. This this is a from a video on your website. Oh, you don't even have you don't have it all up. Oh, you should pull the whole no. There's thing no up. sound, of course. Pull the whole thing up. Uh, I don't know how to do that. Is there? I'll link. Let me link it to you. Link. You're gonna send me I'll a link. Okay. Hold on. Oh, see yeah, it's, it's pretty slick, man. Like uh, Blake had it pulled up here. He was uh, showing me on the big screen in here. It's looking nice. So I it. like the idea okay. of it. Yeah. Hold you got to hook. Just... You got to. You got to connect through uh, um, AVAX. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's. Let a mask will do that for you. Really? If you, have the, if, if you have the AVAX chain loaded, yeah. It, it'll auto. It, I think it automatically. Oh, doing it auto now? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens. Log in with MetaMask. It did with Arbitrum when I did it the other day. Because <laughs> I hadn't had anything on Arbitrum and I was like, oh, I got to buy me some magic. And, uh, well, now it's asking me what wallet here. It says I have zero AVAX, AVAX, but let's see what happens. You don't need to have any AVAX in it. All right. Now I got to sign stuff with MetaMask and all that stuff. Well, so yeah, let me ask you something while he's pulling that up. Um, what's your overall uh, view on the ecosystem outside of Gala and you, like the other Web3 games, the other Web3 like game developers? Uh, is there anything that you like that, that's going on out there? Anything that you see that interests you? How do you, how do you feel that's going, you know, overall? Well, there's there's a plethora of stuff out there. So like... Part of running a company is you don't have your head outside of your own company very much. Um, yeah, look, I mean, your Miri is looking interesting. There's there's some stuff happening there. Superior, you know, there's there's potential they might do something. Um, Superior is another Australian company, so you've got to love them. Um, Drifter. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm I'm probably the wrong person to ask. As I said, I'm so involved in what I'm doing. Head down. I, That's fine. I it like is it. head. It's it's head down. Um, we don't spend a lot of time looking. There's a lot. Like Miri is a really good example. The stuff they put out makes it look like the game's coming tomorrow, and yes. sometimes this stuff is years away. So we don't tend like to research something takes hours. And I don't have hours spare personally to do it. I've got a guy that does keep an eye on stuff. And um, you, you know Bruno, um, Invincible. Okay. So yeah. um, part of his role, he's paid to actually um, look at every Web3 game and then document how they're built, what they're doing. So that's part of his role. I like it. So um, he gives me a report every month on what is going on in the, in the real world. And is there things happening that we can implement into our games that we think are exciting? So we're, we're staying abreast of it that way, but I personally don't do it on a day-to-day -day basis. But in answer to your question, we ain't seen nothing yet. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to be an amazing space. And, like, we've got AI coming. What AI brings is just astounding. Um, we've got... Um, if you think of the internet, we're, we're at the year 2000 at the moment in internet terms. So Facebook hasn't been invented. None of the, none of the social media places have been done yet. Um, we've got just the stuff that's going to come on Web3 hasn't even been thought of yet. 
So all of us that are playing in it right now, we're just we're just doing what you know Yahoo and Google started doing in year two thousand. Yeah, you know, Amazon's yeah. a baby. Yeah. Every, everyone's still calling Amazon a con at this point. You know, so you know if you invest in Amazon, you're an idiot. That went on for ten years. Remember that? I mean, it's like ten years of everyone being called an idiot for having Amazon stock. Yeah. And oh, you know, so for sure. You know, Early days. All right. Early so we've days. been we've been doing this for about an hour now, um, and uh, I want to be a little bit respectful of uh, Old Bull's times. Uh, is there is there any uh, uh, questions that uh, you guys are dying to ask, or maybe some stuff from the comments uh, that we could do before we sign off? I don't want to keep them up too late. I'm not going back to bed now. I'm he's, going to breakfast after this. He up for the day. <laughs> he's got to go get his workout in. He just got up, man. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I work out is how to eat more. 12-hour stream then? Let's do it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. That's good. That's all I had. Um, I think a lot of the information that you shared today was wonderful. It really enhanced what I had already learned. Um, so we'll put in the description, the playable website, uh, and probably a link, uh, over to your YouTube where they can look at some of the videos and some of the other, other interviews that you did. Um, the, the only thing I would ask you to share with the group, uh, I know we're in winter, we're planning on coming out. What are some of the things that you're looking for over the next three months to, to be putting out to the public about where playable is going? Um, well, the first thing is we've got our new chain. We, we go, our new chain goes into testnet in the next few days. Um, and then once we've done a month of testnet, we hope to launch on the 20th of January. So we'll actually transfer everything across onto our own chain. Um, that's exciting because um, a lot of people don't have their own chains. And there's a couple of reasons to have your own chains. There's a couple of reasons to be careful about doing it. The, the main one that we covered off before is security. You want to make sure that your security is right. So we've we've partnered with AVAX purposely to make sure that the security is correct. We don't want to ever have a situation where our people are hacked and have lost everything. Every week we get people that give their seed phrase array away to someone. That happens every week. It's very sad. And uh, we have to tell them, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. You know, you've... you've Given the guy, that it's your keys, your responsibility. You know, you got to, you got to learn about crypto. We've got some videos that we get people to watch when they join up to try and get their security up. Um, look, you know, March we've got March is going to be fantastic for us. We're launching the first few of our metaverse, so we've got a thing called Playerverse, which is coming. Um, we're building a, basically, if you want to think of it, like a lobby but it will be a place where all games start. So you literally mm -hmm. exist in the lobby. And if you want to go play our MOBA, you go through the, the portal to the MOBA. If you want to go and... and, and um, the way Daniel explained it, how do I explain it succinctly? The The idea is, if, if, if you've ever read um, Stephen King's books... I think it's in Gunslinger. He, okay. yeah, yeah. What was that Gunslinger one? Anyway, it's the meeting of the worlds. It's where all worlds meet in one place. 
And so that's going to be what player versus is going to be. Yeah, Dark Tower. So, yeah, um, Dark Tower. so Daniel's basing the the player verse on that. So in our our lobby area, if you go down one alleyway, it'll get more and more sci-fi as you go down an alleyway, down that street. And if you go, and that will be heading towards our mobile game, which is based in sci-fi. But if you go down another way, it's going to get more and more natural, which will be heading towards Dogs of War. And so the buildings and stuff will become more and more like country and, and cottage and you know, you'll end up in the, the wilderness. And if you go another way, it'll be heading more towards you know Western, which will be whatever game that's going to be. And so there'll be different avenues you can head down. And then you'll be able to buy real estate and stuff in there. If you want to live in the, the country, you can go down the Dogs of War. If you want to live in sci-fi, you can go down the, the mobile way. If you want to live in a, a, a country in Western field, you can go down that particular way. So that's that's coming out March. We've got the very first part of that. Um, and there'll be things to do in there just to hang out. And we're bringing in like a version of Discord into that. So this is all very baby steps at the moment we don't i haven't actually seen the the finished product yet but they're working on that we've got the moba coming out into beta we've got the farming game coming out into beta this is all in march and a war of steel should be coming out into alpha in march any, any demos or play tests coming up um the moba we should be in closed beta hopefully in end of january early feb so um, how do I get into that? Uh, just be in our Discord. We're going. To, we've got closed beta coming up. So yeah, that'll be. That's um, that's going to be. But open beta hopefully in March. But yeah, all all of these things. Daniel has been really strict on the quality level. So we had issues with one of our team, actually two of our teams. Um, I don't know whether Gala's had this. You can certainly ask them. But one of the things with buying teams is. You, you know, it's the old Forrest Gump. Life's a box of chocolates. You don't know what you get. It's, you know, it's the promises made sometimes aren't the promises delivered. And, you know, we're using other people's money. So we're very aware that when you purchase something, you want to make sure you're getting what you're buying. So we've developed, a, Daniel's developed, I should say, and Bo, his offsider, um, they've got 20 years experience each in building games and they've released over 200 titles. And Daniel's got a, a, a saying that the last 10% of the game is 50% of the work. Yep. And that's a, shit, that's a shit-ass saying because <laughs> we didn't know that when we bought our first couple of games. And that really has caught us out because what the devs actually thought they were at was wrong. And so that's why we've had to push our MOBA back because it wasn't ready. And Daniel just stood up and just said, if you release that game, you're going to hurt, the, you're going to hurt your brand. Well, the, so, the, uh, all, all the, with every feature you get, especially with every feature that you upgrade and stuff, you get more bugs each time. And so you can have a really kick-ass game, but if they've added a whole bunch of features, guaranteed there will be bugs. And it's like, yeah. hey, how come how come when I go select this, it, it it does nothing or it freezes for a while? And and then it's like, oh shit, our design. Yeah, we need to fix that. 
And so a lot of a lot of dev teams will promise, well, dev teams will just promise we'll get this done for you in five months. And yeah. then there's all that testing. And then, then yeah. they leave that out like what I was supposed to take care of that, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a plethora of problems. The, the biggest problem we found is that they don't even know what they don't know. So we've now put into to strike like, you know, you see this in business all the time. And this is one of the things we pride ourselves is that we're a business first and we're a game dev company second. So in business, you see this all the time. You see a young person, and this is the problem with crypto. Who are the people who are doing well? What age group are the crypto uh, um, developers? Not developers, entrepreneurs. The crypto entrepreneurs are all in their 20s. What do 20 year olds don't have? Okay, Money. experience. They don't have money. So, well, they've got they've, they've got money with crypto. They that's the thing about crypto. Not you now it's money. down ninety percent, man. They got nothing. <laughs> Depends on how old they, they are. I guess late twenties. No. They're probably gonna yeah, late twenties. They might have a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, but but what what crypto does is gives you lots of money. But what what a twenty year old doesn't have, or a twenty five year old, or a thirty year old is is not a lot of experience. And at fifty seven years old, I can tell you that the shit you learn in your thirties that you wish you knew in your 20s. There's shit you learn in your 40s, you wish you knew in your 30s. And there's shit you learn in your 50s, you wish you knew in your 40s. And I dare say, on that experience, there's going to be shit I learned in my 60s, I wish I knew in my 50s. So it's it's like you've really got to get some people on your team that have walked the walk, right? We've all heard, heard that saying, oh, you can talk the talk, but can you walk it? So, yeah. like, we have all of our exec team are older and we've done that purposely because we want that experience and have we got some young people in our team of course my sons are 20 and and 21 and um i've got a 36 year old son helping out um from time to time with team development well there's but, development grind to do and the 20 year olds are good for that <laughs> and ideas you want the ideas because old yeah. people get stayed we end up thinking the same thing over yeah. and over again you don't want old people coming up with all your ideas. You want youth and enthusiasm and exuberance and drive. Youth brings that. That's what youth is great at. Yeah. But you need experience over the top of that. So, yeah, get the experience. I, I don't want to gloss over this. I know we want to get out of here. But um, when you mentioned uh, the the metaverse that you'll be tossed into this lobby and you'll have hallways, you mentioned – you know, you'll be able to buy land in there. So you're able to use the token to do those things before there's even a game out, right? Okay. So this is a difference between us and Gala. Um, we don't ever sell anything until it can be used. So um, that's just a, a, a... It makes a certain amount of sense. It's... It, <laughs> It, for us, it's an ethical thing. The world's a harsh place, and sometimes things don't go the way you want them to. And you can have the best intentions, and it cannot work. So we don't believe that we should be selling NFTs in games that aren't up yet. So when the metaverse is ready and there's land you can buy and own, and we've built something with a view and something that, you know, has value, then that land will be available to buy. 
And then you can demonstrate it. I mean, the, the, exactly. the biggest problem I've seen yeah. with people have with Gala Games is they're buying things. They have no clue how it's going to be used. It's like, yeah. here's a cemetery. You'll be able to respawn here. Well, what do you do? Well, you'll probably have to pay something for it, but uh, it's good. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll develop a game loop around it. Yeah. Yeah. What are you fuck are you making, dude? Look, I own farm bots. I own boom bots. <laughs> I have I and have, a farm uh, bot does. I have a Mirandus vault. I used to have two. I've got I've got them all. I've got everything. Well, Mirandus was what what spurred this decision for us because Mirandus was the big thing coming. My boys were like, "Do we do we take ten grand because they made money out of Gala?" And do we take ten thousand US dollars and buy a whole bunch of Miranda stuff? And we said, well, "Why don't we just wait? Let's just wait and see what happens." And then we were actually just about to buy some stuff, and they said, "Oh, we're pushing back Miranda's two years." And we were like, two years? Like did AI could, they AI could kill everyone in two years?" You know, did they like, say they were pushing it back, or is it, I think they finally gave a date? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think they people are like, think, "When's this going to be out?" And they're like, "Soon, soon." Okay. Yeah, it was. It was really, really. It was. It felt like it was happening next month. Like, and they're doing the. They went to that play test, and and you walked in there, and it was, it was like, the beginning of a game. It was it like was, it was a template. It was. It, it was, was like, mesh. hey, look, we got the, we got running, the land. Hey, you're running around on mesh. Yeah, it they was like marketing. Good marketing. Yeah. So it was. It was like that. That really shone a light on that for us that we didn't want to do that to people and the the downside of that is people keep saying well your coin's got no utility well that's true that is the downside of it that when you when you're going to take an ethical stance and say we're not going to do these things your coin has no utility because you've got to wait for things to happen and things take time to do properly but we're prepared to do that we've got money stored and and we've we've put aside money to make it through this bear market, and presuming we don't actually skip a bull run, if that happens, that would be hard for everyone. Don't say um, those words. How dare well, you? Well, that, <laughs> skip that is, a bull run. Two, well, two that, bear ho- bear markets in a row. It's happened in the real world. It could happen. Could I don't happen. think it. I don't think it will. I think the Bitcoin halving will. will it's like saying Beetlejuice three times. Just don't mention it again, okay? I won't. <laughs> but, but we're prepared for that. We've got a strategy for that happened, and we'd have to actually let everyone go and pause. But we would come back with the bull run. So, like you know, but presuming that that doesn't happen, um, we're in fine shape to be ready for the next bull run. And when that happens, it's it's going to be amazing. You're going to see growth like no, never before. As I said, people are going to cry that they ever sold bull token. You know, it'll it'll be funny. It'll be funny to watch. And I've got every bull token I ever earned and um, out of my nodes. And my wife and I have a chateau picked out for when that gets to 50 cents. Yeah. So, I'm. It's that's my that's my um, goal in life. I want to retire into a chateau, but um, I think at this point we'll right. see. Well, thank you very much, uh, old bull, for uh, coming up, uh, talking to us in the middle of the night for you, and uh, and uh, giving us a, an earful about playable. This is uh, a lot of good stuff. I think it's going to take us a while to digest. 
Well, thank you so much for your time, and I do appreciate it. And um, it's good talking to intelligent people because um, there's some dopey pricks out there that don't know what they're talking about. Um, Thanks for giving but... me a shout-out. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's normally my role. I, I I was playing Ash this morning or last night in, in league, and you know, Ash is an ADC, supposed to carry the game, and I'm zero... Zero, fourteen. You know, so support Ash. You know, and like, you know. so I said that's my role. That's what I play. And the Lux that was supporting me is like fourteen kills, and you know. Anyway, thanks yeah. again. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, right. thank you. I'm going to go grab some you. breakfast. All right, thank you very much, old bull. Cheers. Talk to you later. All right, uh, so I think, would you guys like to do a, a post-show for the first time? We haven't done one of those yet. Yeah, we I can do a quick one. Well, I'm going to do, time. because I need to edit things, I'm going to do the outro here, and then uh, and then we'll just jump right back into the green room. If You guys can just stay where you are. Everybody can stay where you are. If you're still watching, if you want to keep watching, go ahead. Just uh, I got to do this for editing purposes. So bye for now. Wait, wait. <laughs> Can I press this button? Oh, oh this wait, thing. wait, Titan. We have our uh, pre-recorded outro to do. Uh, can you like say your thing? <laughs> My screen. No. Stop. Screen. Oh, absolutely. Hey, See, like, subscribe, best. and throw some comments. Make below. all these people go away. That helps us, yeah, just which in turn helps us provide you with See much, that? much better content every week. Thanks for being a best listener. Thanks for ever. supporting the channel. I can't Thanks find for, for our pre-recorded outro here. Wait, quickly. There we go. Yahoo! <laughs> Quiet, guys. <laughs>